Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome, top performers. This is Dr. Relly Nadler, my co-host for the last 14 years, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is here, and between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And we're always looking for those critical things that you could do a little more of or maybe a little bit less of, you know, for you to be your best. And we're focusing these days on emotional brilliance, you know. So what are the few things that you can summon that you can bring forward so that in the moment you can be brilliant. And what we're looking at uh, today is this idea of are you looking for a raise or praise and what's the forecast for 2021? So Kathy and I want to be able to present some information you know, for you that you can use uh, in your organization and for your own advancement. And this idea that we're all still in the pandemic, it's, as we know, it's raging, vaccines are being distributed uh, yet, yet slowly, and this new highly contagious strains of virus are spreading worldwide. And when we look at some of the, the research from organizations that Kathy and I uh, utilize, one is from the organization uh, Indeed. And they have interviewed over uh, 319 employers about the COVID-19 impact. And so what we've noticed is more employees plan to add remote work options and increased empathy for workers and daily challenges. So because we've gone through this, you know, your boss really knows you know, more about what you can do and, and not do. And all told, these changes are here to stay. Uh, employers think the future looks brighter. So with that, what does that mean for you? In fact, over one-fourth, 27% plan to hire uh, at higher volume. So some of the stuff that Kathy and I have seen, people there's going to be a little bit more hiring, and about 20% anticipate hiring at the same level, and only 10% predict that there may be some hiring freezes. Other research says that about 16% of firms across the U.S. say they will not be giving financial raises. So um, there's a little bit of you know, mixed results. There's a lot of ex- ex- hope and excitement for what's coming. But so for us, what does that mean for you? you know, how do you qualify for a financial raise? Or do you just want to get more praise? And what's it like to be a top performer? What do you need to do? And so that's some of the things that we're going to focus on. And for all of you, you know my uh, good friend, colleague, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Kathy is the author of nine books, including bestsellers, What Happy Companies Know, What Happy Mothers Know, Fearless Leaders, and the book that Kathy and I uh, wrote together, Emotional Brilliance, that you can get uh, at Amazon and any place you get your books. So, Kathy, Welcome. Thank you, Relly. I have been listening intently as you and I have been collecting research on what is going to happen to our workforce 
in 2021. And in our new Emotional Brands Academy, we talk about um, many of the options that people have for getting a better handle on their emotions, a better handle on their uh, outlook for optimism. And, you know, as executive coaches and professionals, uh, this is going to be a focus for us going, uh, you know, into 2021 because I think, and I, I hope you agree, that as we look at new research in a changing environment, COVID or no COVID, we are now in a place in our virtual work environment, in our, in most instances, permanent or forever home environment. We are uh, currently on the East Coast here dealing with a, uh, a big snowstorm. And while the pandas at the D.C. Zoo are having a blast with this snow, many of us are learning how to cope when we're not only dealing with a new work environment that may not change, and our home environment with very few boundaries for living and working uh, in that environment with our children and our, our loved ones, we're finding that this subject, especially that, that tremor of a 16% uh, of uh, work environments um, or work, uh, we should say, employers, you know, 16% of, of, of firms are saying that uh, they're not going to be giving across the board raises. So how do we deal with staying on board with our goals and our mission, with the companies that we have chosen to uh, hitch our star to. And as a star performer, I'm sure many of us who are listening think, well, I have options. Well, obviously, many of us believe we do, and our optimism for those options uh, stays uh, relatively high, above 60%, actually. But the interesting data point here for us to follow is our own emotional intelligence. How are we going to prevent ourselves from derailing if, in fact, we don't get the raise we want? And how can we make sure that if we are getting praise, how can we go back within three to six months and get that, uh, if you will, scheduled interview for a review back on the schedule so that we have another opportunity for discussing what we might get if it's not a raise. And so today's show is going to be really exciting and I think incredibly in-depth uh, towards uh, living a stressless and fearless life, which is our goal and, of course, is as my dear friend and thought leader in emotional intelligence uh, as an executive coach and, and someone who is uh, always focused, you know, on the positive outcomes of what any emotional intelligence indicator may share with us. Uh, I'm excited to hear about what you have to say. Uh, and I, I know many of our listeners know that you're a master level certified executive coach and a psychologist and a corporate and, and team trainer working with organizations, and especially right now in the healthcare industry, you've got a new book out, not only with me, 
um, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stressless, Fearless Life. But you have another book out with uh, some friends of ours in the medical industry, Dr. Naeem Al-Zawad and Zaina Goshub on physician burnout. And, of course, your what I would call our mainstay in emotional intelligence, your book Leading with Emotional Intelligence, has also been turned into several free iApps like Leadership Keys with videos. And, you know, both of us love to give away whatever we have at the App Store. And, of course, you have a popular blog on psychology today. And, you know, for those of you who are looking for ways to increase your emotional intelligence to become truly emotional, brilliant, understanding what your go-tos are, both Relly and I can be found at www.eblifebook.com with our new book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless, Stressless Life. You can also get new tools and resources from Relly just by going to his site, www.drrellynadler.com, and that's just dr com, And one of the things we're going to be announcing today throughout the show is our brand new seven-day all-access free membership for anybody who wants to try something new to improve your emotional intelligence. And so you can go to eblifebook.com backslash free trial. So, really, let's Get into the meat of things today. Yeah, Kathy. Well, thanks. And, and just to echo what you're saying uh, for our listeners, a lot of what you hear Kathy and I talk about first, you know, we've been doing for years and years. We won't say how many years, but we've been doing it for quite a while. We have a lot of experience. And then coming together and putting all this on to the uh, emotional, emotional Brilliance website is a way that you can kind of tap into that. So if you like kind of some of the things you you hear it, I, we would encourage you to go back to that. You know, Kathy, it's interesting. Right before this uh, show that we do, I supervise coaches who are getting trained, and they present cases. And, you, know, you know, organizations really all over the world. And the one case that we actually heard just in this last hour was exactly what we're talking about today. Here is a individual who um, is not getting paid, you know, 15 to 20% less than they should. And it, the conversation with their coach is, well, you know, how do I ask for a raise? You know, what do I do? Um, especially now with COVID and cutbacks and everything's more extreme, does, does the person feel, uh, do they come off as being disloyal? You know, in spite of everything that's going on, now you're asking for a raise? You know, that kind of aspect. So, um as we talk about this, some of the good news that we know from the research is about 70% of employers predict business is going to grow in 2021. So for all of us, I'm sure that's good news and, and a relief in, in some way. And also, as if you're listening, if you're one of these people thinking about, okay, uh, what's the conversation I have with my boss? of employers say workers pulled together to weather this COVID crisis. So we've all been through this, and I think if you look back at how we've adapted and how we have quickly um, dealt with the pandemic 
you know, working at home, um, setting up an office, you know, may have been in your dining room, and then now, you know, hopefully it's a, a separate place where you know, oh, this is the way it's going to be. But there's a lot of strengths that people have demonstrated. Kathy, there's one organization that I worked with within uh, five days, 200 people who had been on site were all off site. And this is kind of a, a really conservative um, organization where they've been doing the same thing, you know, not necessarily an innovative company. In five days, they got the, everybody off site, had their computers set up and phones, and it would have taken them six months to do that uh, if they had it as a change initiative before the pandemic. And so this pandemic has really pointed to what we're capable of. So if you are one of these people and listening, um, you know, you've made incredible changes that you can talk about. Your boss has, has seen this uh, aspect of you. A lot of times we call this adaptability. We may, may call it grit that really rising to the occasion. So somehow uh, highlighting that in the conversation that you're having with your boss. Kathy, let me uh, try yeah, in on some of that. Say, you know, as, more. As you're, I was just going to say, as you're um, talking about these um, very interesting workplace research statistics, which we have gathered from various, organizations, including Indeed and HRO and Harvard Business School and some other uh, top-line organizations, what I find fascinating is while there is so much optimism, okay, about the labor market uh, for, you know, the largest number of workers, 44% of people still say that, um, you know, they're not going to take a risk. Uh, and uh, do something else, right? So, you know, you think about the level of confidence people are feeling, and yet 44% of people are saying they're not going to take a risk in today's market. Now, when we think about what kind of risky behavior an individual might engage in, or an employer or a, a leader might actually be looking for, many organizations are looking for some risk-taking in some category of what a, a particular group of people might be doing. Let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, when we looked many, many years ago, we looked at what, makes organizations flourish. And in our study on the global leader of the future uh, with uh, some friends of, our, of ours, Marshall Goldsmith and uh, uh, an, another gentleman um, who uh, is, is very uh, near and dear to me, who's passed, Warren Bennis, and uh, another uh, thinker in our global markets business, John O'Neill, we looked at what were some of the behaviors that are most necessary for these organizations to, uh, to flourish. And believe it or not, risk-taking is one of them. 
And so giving your organization a budget for research and risk-taking is very important. And I find it's very interesting right now that 54%, you know, of people in the workplace in these larger companies are optimistic about salary increases. And, uh, you know, as a result of what's going to happen and the idea that possibly anything they do outside the norm is going to be risky that you have this population of people who are saying, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to risk uh, doing anything that's different or, you know, right. getting outside of my, my particular career environment. And so there's a conundrum there, right? So how yeah, do you get yeah. people to increase that risk-taking behavior, not necessarily look for a new job, but increase risk? in an environment that really isn't very predictive right now. And so um, that's a good point, uh, Kathy. So we got so many variables going on, and, and, you know, with the COVID exhaustion that we all have, tired of staying staying home, uh, not seeing family and friends. So we're, we're coming to work with not as much energy. You know, a lot of this just drains our energy. We, like Kathy, we right. end up often talking about brain drains and brain gains. Well, just dealing with COVID is a brain drain. So we've got to work hard at that. And one of the things that we know from emotional intelligence and kind of what are the key aspects, like you're talking about risk-taking, is this uh, competency of initiative. And if you are listening, are you taking enough initiative? Uh, Top performers are taking initiatives about 80% of the time. Your boss asks for a volunteer or who's got an idea on something, your hand goes up. So you are, um, in spite of some of the brain drains that you have, you know, you are thinking about what needs to be done. You may be bringing something to your boss, your coworkers, of, of an idea. And so, you know, I was thinking about this, this project, you know, and, and here's something that I wonder if we were to do X, Y, and Z. So even outside of the task, you're thinking about something. Another way, Kathy, that we've seen and I coach uh, people about, because uh, we're talking about initiative, we're talking about risk-taking, um, and, and sometimes that's hard to do, Kathy, like you're saying. It also may be in meetings, are you showing up? And I encourage people, showing up doesn't mean you have to have the best idea all the time. Often showing up means probably asking some of the best questions. And I find that that's a lot easier for most of us is to ask really good questions uh, and follow up on what someone said. You don't have to have uh, another great idea, but you can be saying to them, yeah, that's a great idea, this idea of supporting others in meetings or if you're on Teams or Zoom. I really like that idea. And what do we need to make that happen? Uh, what kind of resources do you think we need? You know, uh, As we move forward, are there some obstacles that we really need to get in front of? Those are questions, but it guides the conversation of, these, of your team and you're speaking and you're, the spotlight is on you, 
and I'm trying to take the pressure off that, like, well, I don't have all these good ideas. All of us can have good questions. And the ones that I just stated, almost in every situation, you can have your, your set questions to go to. So when we talk about the go-to, well, you know, really, what are, what are your go-to to questions? Break. <clears throat> we're going to have to take a quick break. Uh, what I want to make sure of is that everybody who's listening realizes what we're going to talk about today is how can you stand out? And we have so many actions for you here in today's program and at our site, www.emotionalbrilliance.com. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We're going to be talking about how you can stand out in 2021. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call in and I'll help you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you are part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking about how you can stand out, how you can be a top performer, and this idea of what are you going to bring to the organization. Tomorrow, Kathy, I have a group that I'm working with, and the CEO was saying, you know, everybody is so exhausted, and we, got, we have so much more to, to do. Can you speak about optimism a bit and, you know, something to kind of get them going. These are leaders that all have teams. And we think about optimism. You think about some of the things that we're going to talk about. And a lot of these, Kathy and I, are 
informed from emotional intelligence and from some of the leadership competencies. And a couple of things when we think about just people that we are inspired by, Winston Churchill has said the pessimist sees difficulties in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. And then when you think about grit, we're going to talk about, or hardiness and, and this kind of flexibility, Albert Einstein has said, it's not that I'm so smart, it's just that I stay with problems longer. So to be a top performer, you know, how are you able to stay with things longer? Like we talked about the brain drain, what are some of the things that you can do to, you know, have a brain gain and stay with some of the things even longer. And, and we know from the emotional quotient inventory that Kathy and I are both certified in, and we usually bring that to our organizations, uh, one competency is flexibility. And, Kathy, you were talking about how people don't want to change. Low flexibility is someone who may be rigid. They don't really want to deal with change. It's hard for them to change. They're stuck in the way it was and status quo. Well, we've all been yanked, and I'm using that, I'm using that verb purposely. We've been yanked into this new world that we may, we may come uh, kicking and scratching. Someone with high flexibility is able to adapt to changing conditions that we've all been able to do, open to new views, also change of behavior, and going with the flow. So if you want to stand out, how would you rate yourself on that? Uh, in spite of what's going on internally for you, you know, are you able to kind of manage some of that anxiety, uh, the what-ifs, you know, the what-ifs and the maybes? And, you know, Kathy, we talk a, f- a lot about kind of focus and how we're able to uh, train our focus. And I think what's reality for a lot of people are the what-ifs. What if, you know, what if, what if I get COVID? What if someone else in my family gets COVID? What if... Um, I lose my job, or the maybes. And those things can really be a, an issue for you being the top performer if that dominates your thought process. Well, you know, we know one of the things that, that you said, uh, Relly, is how do you stay with issues longer? And, and I think the word challenge versus a threat is... Yeah for me, a real attraction, right? How do I look at something that would normally be a threat and look at it as a positive challenge? And I changed one word, I think, in the EQI definition of high flexibility. Instead of saying able to adapt to changing conditions, I like to say able to adapt to challenging conditions. And so when, you know, when we go through uh, this idea of grit and hardiness at the um, South Florida Public Safety Academy, and we're gearing up to start up soon again, where we train uh, public safety officials, including law enforcement, uh, EMTs, and firefighters uh, in Southern Florida, we have to focus more on this idea of hardiness, uh, of toughness. And I think it's fascinating to me that we have always done this in law enforcement in the military. 
but we are now just swinging the pendulum back to the, you know, civilian world and now look at where you focus in healthcare and where I do a lot of my work uh, in the military and law enforcement, although that, you know, obviously uh, goes out and spills out into the, the public arena for huge employers, it's very, very scary for some people to just um, go with the flow when the flow is so challenging, right? Yeah. So it is interesting what you're saying. Some of the um, environment, you know, we talked about that VUCA environment, volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous, you know, that you've have a, a long history of training folks in the in the military and special uh, special operations. You know now that we're all sliding into some of that, and so when you think about you know casting some of the hardiness and the grit, um, you know what have you found? Like, how do you train someone in that? I mean, we you know we know what some of the behaviors are, but it's almost taking that environment into what used to be normal, you know, and now we're trying to get the new normal, which is that VUCA. Like, what are, you know, some of the key things that that you've trained around grit or hardiness? I mean, how do people get that if, if it's not a natural? Well, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you're, you're, as you know, and as many of our listeners know, and hope, hopefully you'll learn, if you, if you haven't, and that's what we love about doing this program for so many years. You know, there's so much that you and I know that we've done with different groups of people and different <clears throat> industries over the years. And there's an assumption sometimes, right, that, oh, sure, everybody knows this, but your brain changes with attention and focus. Uh-huh. And when you give somebody who's going to be in a high threat situation, like many of our military and law enforcement professionals have uh, had to deal with, even in a domestic environment, right? Over the past several months, every time we turned on the TV, there was uh, a protest, which is a good thing when people need to give their opinion or, or share their opinion in a public way, in a safe and productive way. Right. Uh, Mother Teresa used to say, um, you know, if you're you're going to invite me uh, to a protest, uh, it needs to be one of, for positive change, you know. And, and I've always loved the idea that Mother Teresa would even show up. But the idea that these things turn into riots, for example, creates a whole new dynamic for how our military and our law enforcement professionals have to interact, as you saw recently, between the National Guard, 25,000 troops of the National Guard, and our national law enforcement. And it, what we do to make these things happen is we put them in teams across the nation. So there are times when military teams are embedded with law enforcement in an inner city, dynamically changing environment. And there are times when we take law enforcement and we put them into military scenarios doing the same thing. So your brain will change 
with the attention and focus you give it so that your brain begins to lean into these new pathways of operating effectively with people you don't know very well, but people you trust because you all have the same values, you have the same goals, and you have the same mission, which is peacekeepers, okay? And for many of you who have never been to a military base, uh, most of the military bases across the arms of the military that I've ever been to clearly state somewhere in their mission that they are peacekeepers. And we forget that. And so one yeah. of the things that we, we continue to, to drive into the training for these wonderful heroes are the ability for their brains to change with attention and focus. And so they run yeah. scenarios, right? And so yep. in the workplace, we can do the same thing. And by dynamically including people you wouldn't normally include in your frame of reference, in your Zoom meetings, in your dreaming and your goals for an objective, you can create that attention and focus that helps everybody in time begin to use new neural pathways by looking at things in a different way and collaborating in a new and productive way which can definitely be challenging for many of us. But I think Zoom also transcends boundaries, and it provides a larger array of inclusion than a brick-and-mortar environment would do. And that's so important, I I Kathy, like your question. Saying, is, <laughs> is, is relying on, the, on your teams. That's so important. And I think also the other thing, you know, so on the individual level, and I'm sure the military folks... They may not use this language, but I think the idea that when something happens, you're prepared, and so you go, you quickly go, like most of us not prepared, and this is the simulations, all that. Typically, in our brain, we're talking about what we focus on. It may be like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, this is happening. And we want to go from oh, no to let's go. I'm ready for this. That gap, because we talk about you know, uh, moment mastery, most of us are going to be, oh, no. And now that's a, that is infusing cortisol into our brain, and it's really the, it's the wrong response because it's not getting you. And the more that you're ready and that you have some sense of mindfulness, and if you're in the moment, instead of, oh, no, or we do go, oh, no, you quickly go, let's go. This is a challenge and you have a history and you have some experience. A lot of times they call these simulations, and we can do this in organizations around scenarios, it's called state-dependent learning. You want to be in a state when you've learned it in a similar way that when you retrieve it. You know, and, and so I think for all of us, we're in, in a little bit more of this VUCA world. We're probably easier to retrieve the learning and quickly go to let's go versus the oh no or this is a challenge, what do I need to do now? Instead of being frozen, the oh no is, could be frozen, it could be where your brain's getting hijacked. Uh, and so that's the front end work to be prepared for that. You know, Raleigh, as you're, t- as you're talking, I, it never ceases to amaze me how when we have these uh, 
these Monday discussions <laughs> and we share yeah. them with uh, our peers and our colleagues uh, and those who are trying to learn more about emotional intelligence and our new favorite subject, emotional brilliance, that hope always helps us, uh, you know, defeat the challenges. And just as you're talking about the, um, the oh no or let's go, and I, I, I do hope uh, that you remind all of our listeners that we are creating bonuses for every show this year uh, that go along with our brilliance breaks that will be following our shows generally at 2 p.m. every other Monday. And we're going to be giving them all these bonuses, including, uh, I'll call it the uh, Relly Nadler Dictionary of Hope. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, okay. the, the way that you've been able to change words, you know, it makes so much of a difference in how people configure their ability to do something. And just by changing words that way, right, from oh no to let's go, um, from brain gain, right, not brain drain, but brain gain. And I love yeah. the other one you use. It's not it's not a makeover, it's a Moreover. Moreover. So yeah. you know, I think what we want to get across in this show with the time we have left, uh, are the real structural things that people can do. And every one of us, as Maya Angelou beautifully said, we're going to encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated. And identifying the outcomes we hope for and then playing an active role in bringing them about, right? Lana Macy and, and Chris uh, Johnston have really, really pushed this forward in our thinking. It's important for everybody to recognize you may not get a raise. And praise will not be enough, but let's all take an active role in constructing a conversation that we will have once we have constructed it in a engaging and, I would say, principled, value-based, and fact-based way. So we're going to go to a quick uh, break uh, as we always do. And when we come back, really, I'd like to uh, have us focus on how we can get people to think about the pathways of staying brilliant in the moment so they can come back to that conversation more quickly with the people who can make that race happen. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power 
brand influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at Fearless fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking about, in this uh, pandemic world that we're in, what can you do to stand out? What can you do to... Uh, make sure you are identified and get praise for what you're doing. Make sure that you're able to have maybe some of the difficult conversations with your boss or others, you know, if there's a raise on the horizon for you. This whole idea of looking forward is so important. You know, one of the experts on influence, uh, Robert Cialdini, in his book Persuasion talks about what's more accessible in the mind becomes more probable in action. And I think it even goes back to Aristotle, who says what we think about all the time becomes our reality. And most of us, like you and I know, are on autopilot. And so without realizing it, you know, 95% of the time, we're thinking the same thing. And often it can be, especially now, anxiety-produced or enhanced. You know, what if? And, and we basically get ourselves um, fearful and, and anxious. And so a, a big part of this is just being aware of what your self-talk is. And if you're harboring um, grievances towards people or if you're focusing only on the what if you're only focusing on the oh no's, that changes your brain. And it, it can impact your memory, which is 
you need to be a good uh, producer at work and perform at work, but it also allow it it uh, eats away at your impulse control. So a lot of this is around the self mastery, Kathy, that we're talking about, and staying with what you do know, staying with what you do want. Just asking these questions. Um, okay, this is a challenge for me. What do I need to do next? And often, Kathy, I talk about this. It's your brain is like this Google search. What's the questions you're asking? Oh no, how am I? You know, you know, uh, how can I ever deal with this? You know, with that kind of uh, affect versus, and you uh, put that into your brain. You know, why is this happening to me? Well, you're going to get an answer for that. But if you said instead of your internal Google search, what do I need to do to be my best now? You may not have an answer right right now, but all of a sudden, three seconds later, it pops up. How do I turn this into a challenge? And what do I need to do next? As you're doing that Google search, are you aware of the questions that you're asking yourself that are going to get a better answer? Most of us ask bad questions. Therefore, we get bad answers. And it's usually about who we are and that we're not confident and that we failed before. We've programmed that. And so just think about your Google search that you're doing for yourself moving forward that's going to be positive. What's the next thing I should do? What can I learn from this? How do I make the, this, you know, what's, how do I make this conversation go best? And then just wait two or three seconds and see what emerges. doesn't always mean it's the perfect answer, but that's a better direction around self-mastery than, you know, just going with the autopilot. Really, when you're talking about, you know, the, what are the, you know, big triggers that may derail somebody? And just the words, you know, you're not going to get the raise that, that you've anticipated right. due to your market conditions, right? That, that's just going to take somebody into a negative direction. And I think the best way for somebody to stop themselves from derailing is exactly doing that, doing your Google yeah. search inside yourself, right? Ask right. yourself those questions. Now, the other thing, think about this. Over 70% of uh, employees believe that they could find a new job. But think about this the work-life balance is going to be much harder to attain. And if you are working from home and your new job is going to require you to do that, remember how long it's going to take to build the trust with your team members, to, uh, to model the ethical standards and uh, the integrity to be uh, the kind of colleague that these people are now getting to know while you're also trying to balance that that home environment that you have to work in. So, you know, I've always told people, you may not like what you hear at the time, but if you focus on your personal capabilities, the things you're really good at, if you focus on the results you've achieved and the results you're being asked to continue to work on, you will see that you're going to have an opportunity to do the things that you love and to make sure that people know 
that you are building on these blocks of personal capability, but you have to recognize that it's also a vulnerable time for everybody. And when we start thinking about our life, our families, our needs, and we don't take into consideration what's going on around us, we're going to derail because when we are disconnected from what's going on around us, we become so focused on that goal of the raise and the money that we forget about all the other opportunities that are available to us. So what I'm asking everybody to do is if you get that bad news, I want you to think about the positive results of that news. Number one, are there other benefits you can ask for that are non-monetary? Maybe you need more time with your family. Maybe you need more personal days, more vacation days. Maybe there's a possibility that you might not be getting something financial, but maybe you can get something that's just as valuable to you because it gives you flexibility. Also, think about who you have created new relationships with that you can network with in the future to continue growing your careers, your career skills and the goals you have for the job that you have always wanted. Because many of you are certainly still in a growth stage. And in any case, the most important thing for you to remember is that relationship between the worker and the manager, whoever they are. And getting an opportunity to reset your needs, your concerns, through transparent, clear communication is going to give you a better opportunity for continuing to demonstrate those personal capabilities and that focus on results. And you're going to do it in such an interpersonal way, such a valuable way. You're going to get that raise and you're going to feel much better in the near future. That's great, Kath. I mean, I think that's such a strategic conversation with your boss. And I think as we're talking about this, you know, some of the tangible things that people can can do is really have a personal development plan. You know, I know you probably have a review, and have you really looked at that review? Only 10% of leaders actually have a personal development plan, meaning like, okay, so where do I want to be at the end of this year? Where do I want to be at the end of three years? And what are my strengths? And, Kathy, you and I talk about strengths all the time. Do you know what your strengths are? You know, there's a lot of tools that look at strengths. Um, you know, there is the, uh, the VIA. It's called Values in Action. And Authentic Happiness is a uh, website. We have tools on our website that look at, at strengths and kind of evaluate yourself at www.emotionalbrilliance.com. It's the place to start. So you want to know your strengths, and you want to do them more. You also want to know what gets in the way, and often this called triggers, or sometimes derailers. You're on the track or the rail for success, and what knocks you off? It's a derailer. On our website, we have access to the derailer detector. And one of the key derailers that we all um, 
find is lack of impulse control. And given what we said earlier, Kathy, about about that, you know, taking care of yourself, if you're all day long have brain drains, you're not going to have impulse control. You're going to say something in an email. You're going to um, say something that's not the best to your family because your impulse control <clears throat> is gone. And so really, first of all, saying what's most important, where do I want to be? And we know Richard Boyatzis, who wrote a book, Helping People Change, and he's one of the leaders in uh, emotional intelligence, talks about a positive emotional attractor. We've been talking about the brain. That's your vision. Where do you want to go? What's important for you? How do you want to be at work? How do you want to be at home? A tangible thing is just answering those questions. You know, what's your best self at work? What's your best self at home? And then some of these assessments can help you look at where I am now. So that's the difference between the vision and current reality. And if you want to get ahead, given what I just said, only 10% of people really have a personal development plan and have you written it down and saying, here's where I want to be in six months, here's where I want to be in a year, here's what I'm working on, and then looking at some tools and resources to, that will help you move towards your vision. That's that energy. That's that leaning into, and that's the go-to instead of the, oh, no, let's go. Well, that's the let's go. Kath, I'll pause there and have you jump in. Yeah, I, I'm 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 with you 100. percent And I I think one of the best things to learn from this COVID environment, which is uh, a great uh, just piece of data for everybody, is empathy has increased. Yeah, empathy across the board in every research study the two of us have looked at has increased. And I think the beauty of this is when you demonstrate self-compassion, you're going to keep flourishing. And when others can demonstrate compassion for you through empathy, it doubles the human flourishing. So don't get off track by the bad news that you might not be getting the raise or the amount of raise you thought you were going to get in this COVID environment. Stay strong, accept yourself, be compassionate, and once that light is on, as we mentioned earlier, it's so easy for you to stay on track and be compassionate with others. Well, thanks, Kath, and thank you for listening. So continue to uh, listen to Tune Up Your Performance, and we'll talk to you again next week. And get your free trial at www.eblife.com free trial. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.